are dreamers, leaders, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so much more. We are Supernovas. What's up, everybody? I'm GB, and this is Conquering the New World, a show that combines the life lessons told in anime with our shared experience. What's up, Supernovas, and welcome to the pod. I'm so excited to bring this interview to you guys today. This is a conversation with Johnny O'Brien, CEO of North Caesar, discussing the development of their mobile app and the future of North Caesar. When we talked before the pod about our favorite anime and manga, one that came up was Yu Yu Hakusho. I thought this was interesting because some of the points that I drew in my pre-notes about the building of this app kind of have parallels with Yu Yu Hakusho. The first parallel and lesson that kind of stuck out to me was early on with Yusuke's character, we see that Yusuke is viewed as a ruffian, a delinquent, and a good-for-nothing by a lot of the adults and community members and teachers around him. Some people want to do good for him, but you know, they feel like he's a hopeless case. After he goes through the events that he goes through and he becomes more ingrained with the spirit world, we start to see a different side of Yusuke. And for me, that was a lesson that it's not always me that's the problem. Sometimes it's the environment and it's the community that's around me that may be holding me back from reaching my true potential. Hey, what's up? What's up, everyone? Um, happy to be here, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to chat with you guys. So the reason we're here talking today is the Conquering the New World series is a way for us to highlight creators and uh, business persons and people that are just behind the scenes in general, behind anime and manga and uh, related industries like YouTube, Twitch, uh, whatever it may be, and highlight what they have going on, where they've been, where they're going. This particular episode, we're talking about a brand new app that's coming from Nora Cesar, and it's going to be here quite soon, right? Yes, we're looking at dropping it um, late August, early September is our launch date. It's going to be pretty dope, man. Um, if you know anything about North Caesar, um, just a little background on that. You know, we're a um, Black-owned anime and manga entertainment company. Uh, we publish all original comics, manga. We have a web series coming soon that's in the works. Uh, we have a small team that, you know, we're steady growing every day. But, um, yeah, we, we kind of do it all. So. One, I've been calling it Nora Cesar, and nobody's ever correcting me. So I guess I got to get that shit together. Had your Garan Lagan moment. It's okay. Fuck up. <laughs> Garan Lagan, boy. Nah, it's cool. It's cool, man. It's, uh, you know, we get Nora Cesar, we get Nora Caesar. So it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, whatever, man. It's, it's no biggie. So I got you, though. Um, So going forward, it will be Nora Caesar for me. This app that you guys got coming out is really, you know, from what I've seen on Twitter and what I've heard from uh, Eel and, you know, just what I think it could be as I speculate, this could really be game changing for our community as black creators, but just in general. Uh, you guys are an indie manga and anime publishing company that is producing an app that it fills a void that we 
kind of have, but we do not have in our space right now. Um, and I think that's really impressive. This is going to be a space where we can not only consume content, but post our own original content and also generate revenue from our content on the app, correct? Yes, yes. So um, a little bit about the app, man. So the app will feature all of <clears throat> North Caesar's content. So, you know, you can read all of our books, see all of our um, video content. We got some dope stuff coming from some dope creators so that we partner with some little like anime trivia shows, some, um, you know, dope reviews, some small little, little shows that we have coming. And then um, the bigger part of it is that I don't know if you guys are familiar with things like Webtoons, um, um, Toonomics, different platforms like that that allow creators to <clears throat> showcase their work. So what I noticed with those platforms is that a lot of times black creators and minority creators, they, their content gets drowned out because um, Webtoons has like a certain kind of category that it, 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 it clings to. You know, like when you go to Webtoons, you see a certain kind of genre that's at the forefront and they 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 feature and they post certain type of things and a lot of those things don't come from creators of color so i wanted to be able to provide a platform similar to that but also um you know you can also upload your own comics and not just comics and manga but you can upload novels if you're you know if you write novels um you can upload you know if you're a video you know your video content creator you can upload videos and even for something like you guys you know you can upload your podcast on there you know, you can interact with other creators, you know, a message and send different files. And then um, cool thing, as you build your following, um, you're able to become a verified user. And as a verified user, um, you're able to charge for your work and you keep 100 percent of the profits, which I think is cool. So we kind of want to make this kind of like a community of creators of color, just kind of exploring, having fun, similar to what you guys are doing with the podcast, but just open to everybody, you know, because Webtoons, if you can't draw or you don't have access to make a comic, then you, you really you really can't be in that community. But this is something where you guys with your podcast can interact with somebody with a comic book and somebody with a comic book interact somebody with video content. So that's kind of what we wanted to do. Um, I think it's going to really create a platform for uh, networking, too, in a, in a sense that uh, we'll all be on this platform. So, you know, what's to stop the comic book creator to, you know, walk over to a podcast or a YouTuber and be like, hey, I want to be on your channel. Like it's 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 more of a direct pop pipeline for, you know, getting yourself out there and sharing your work in more ways than just one. For sure, for sure. And as Nor, you know, as Nora has built this following over the years and really, you know, kind of became a staple in this black anime manga, sci-fi, you know, pop culture community. Um, you know, we want to be able to share our following with other people as well. And like you said, as we continue to network, you know, um, you guys have a podcast, you know, this can be a central place where you can find all the black creators in one place. Or, you know, um, if you're a voice actor and, you know, you want to get on an anime show, you know, this is, you know, this is a way you can network with different voice actors. So if you're looking for artists to draw your comic or whatever. So um, you're exactly right. That's what's up. That's what's up. So when you were first, uh, you know, how did this, when did the idea come to you? Because um, you, you guys have been steadily building. You start off uh, doing the mangas and everything. You know, you're creating, writing. Uh, you have some illustrators on deck that are, uh, you know, uh, drawing the mangas out. And then you start to branch out. And then you guys start producing the anime. At what point do you have the light bulb go off that it's time for us to, one, do the app that showcases our work. 
but we want to do the app bigger than just being a showcase for us. We want to create a community and showcase for everybody. Well, I, I think it came to me when, when, um, you know, we started getting like a ton of, a ton, a ton of like DMS and emails about just people wanting to be a part, you know, people want to know, Hey, when can I intern? Or, Hey, I want to pitch my idea. Or, hey, can I be, can I be a part of your road team helping you set up at cons? Like people just, so many people wanted to be a part of North Caesar and as a creator, like I didn't know as a creator of the company, I didn't really know how to include everyone, you know. Um, and and I kind of felt bad just constantly telling people, no, not right now. So we kind of sat down and we came up with this idea of like, how can we include everyone under one umbrella? And, you know, that's what we came up with. That's like super dope. Um, to me, it really sounds like uh, kind of like a social media platform for content, black content creators only. So that's like extremely dope. If I'm wrong in that, let me know. Cause, but that's, that's no, no, really no. the vibes I think, that I'm I think getting. It's, um, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of like you know I don't want to I don't want to say like I'm not trying to box it into social. No, media, no, no, like, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Like I, I want it to be you know we want it to be one of those fun spaces. You know when you right, think right. about you know you think about um, something like MySpace was before its time. You know um, um, you know Reddit. You know it gets a little wild, but uh, <laughs> I think you know when you think about you know, we want to combine different elements from different social media platforms into this. And uh, when you say networking, a lot of people, you know, put on their professional hat and think, you know, it only means, you know, suit and tie and, and you're kind of, you know. Oh, no, not at but all. But like for us, for us, man, we want it to be a, a fun space, you know, where you go right. to, you know, there there isn't a platform where you can go, you know, um, if you want to watch a you if you want to watch a review of, of One Piece, you have to go to YouTube. And then if you want to listen to your podcast, you have to come to, you know, a platform for podcasts. And then if you want to read manga, you have to go to a platform for manga. There isn't one one place where you can kind of grab all of this stuff right and and, and um and just one, you know, one sitting. So Thanks. Similar to Yusuke, I think many content creators out there are really, in fact, just waiting for their space where they can begin to thrive and reach the goals and be everything that they ever wanted to be. Johnny and Nor Caesar, by creating this app, have created a space where black content creators can potentially come. But as we learn in Yu Yu Hakusho, not everything that we think that we want is in actuality what we really need. In the series, we see it constantly where Hiei, Kurama, Kurabara, Yusuke, they all have goals and dreams of the cast and places that they think they need to be, whether Hiei wants to come to the human world to help his sister, or Kurama is trying to do what he thinks he needs to do for his mother, or Yusuke is now reluctantly a spirit detective going with the flow of things, and they do find these things throughout the show, but it's through hard work, trial, error, endless blood sweat and tears the team has created an app and made a space that many people think they want to be but it's easy to create it's much harder to maintain in the maintenance of the app much like the main cast from Yu Yu Hakusho they're gonna have to go back to the reasons on why they did it what was the purpose behind all of this what are we looking to create in the future where are we looking to be which is essential in any space you have to remember why you started who you're really doing it for and don't get caught up in the day-to-day or forget where you're coming from when you had the idea fleshed out and it was time to hit the ground running uh what were like some early steps you have to take care of what were the first things you were looking to do 
So first, I think um, we had to kind of sit down and um, figure out, <laughs> you know, we had to really sit down and figure out what's the ins and outs of this app. You know, we had to really critique it and really say, you know, is this going to work? Is that going to work? This is not going to work. So and then we had kind of get someone in design and then, you know, we kind of handed it off to the development team. So that was pretty much the early steps. Was there was there anything like any features or anything that you guys really wanted that you had to kind of compromise and say maybe we don't need to do this at all or like this? Um, for sure. So like for we, you know, obviously with the first, you know, apps they they always update and they kind of add new features as they go. You know, mm -hmm. with Instagram and you look at Snapchat and all these different features they've added over the years. So. Um, you know, we it's the same for us. You know, as you continue to add features, the more expensive it gets. So uh, we definitely had to kind of <laughs> put a hold on some of the features. You know, if not, we would have went crazy. But um, there are some, you know, there are some different features that you'll see as the app continues to get popular. And, and before you know it, you know, we want to be, you know, kind of like the talk of the town. So Yeah, I, I asked that because just considering like, uh, you know, has a has a being both a user and then being someone that's been on the back end of, you know, helping organize developing uh, software. Uh, I understand that sometimes it's a process and you have to talk to the stakeholders about letting things go or saying like, we have to come back to that later once we prove that there's a value or a demand for that. And I think when I have my user brain on, um, I'll find myself frustrated sometimes. Like, why doesn't the app do this? Why doesn't the app have that? And especially when I'm working with, uh, and no shade to you guys, but if I'm working with a smaller business or anyone that, like, this is their first app, this is the first uh, version, this is 1.0. And I'll find myself kind of bent out of shape sometimes, and I always have to remind myself, like, hey, this is version 1.0, and, you know, I got to give them some time to build up to that, because it's not going to be instant. You're not going to be where Instagram is right now when you drop this app. Even though the technology is there, uh, we haven't established that we want that in the app or that we even need that in the app. Um, do you have any like uh, plans for how you're going to like manage those expectations amongst the consumers? Um, definitely. And that, and that, and that's a part of the beta testing, right? So we want, we want you, we want people like you guys to really, when it launches to really explore, really take your time, really explore every feature and really give honest feedback because that's only going to help us when we launch, you know, like, we don't want to launch, you know, with, you know, with a lot of holes and just looking over a bunch of different things. So when we beta test, man, we really want people to sit down, critique this app, say, no, this isn't going to work. This works fine. We need more of this. And um, and we're going to take that feedback and try to, you know, apply it. Word, word. What's the, uh, so has you're developing the app and, you know, you're moving through the process. What's one of the, you know, of the better moments, like a feel good moment that happened? So man, just just last night, um, I got I got the part I think part update number six for the app. I don't really know how many updates it'll be, but got update number six for the app. So I'm going through the app on my phone and um, and I start smiling because it's you know it's 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 looking so dope. And I think you guys know as creators, like to see something go from your head to a full blown concept is one of the best feelings that I've ever. You know that that I think anyone can have, and just playing with the app, man, and seeing how dope it is, and you know you can't really say nothing. You know I think that's one of the better feelings is that you know really seeing something that you you know thought about and wrote down on paper really come start to come to life. Uh, can you talk about the 
like what the feature was or like what what were you testing? Well, I just got the overall app build. So they just sent the the basic update and I was able to go through every feature that you know that that's included in the app and um kind of give feedback and 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 go from there. So it wasn't any, you know, one particular feature, but um I, I just think, you know, like I said, I really want you guys to beta test and I really want you guys to give your feedback. So yeah, I'm excited. Um, with the with the beta test, will I'm assuming you're gonna have like creators testing it, and you're gonna have you're gonna have your whole you know uh, target audience probably testing in some way. Um, is will all the features be available during the beta test? Like we'll be able to test what upload looks like and how our content looks when it goes up, and what our uh, you know um, development tools or customization tools look like. Uh, for when we put up the content and how we're reading. Exactly. So for us, that's that's really been the biggest focus, right? So, you know, putting up putting up and hosting North Caesar content is pretty um pretty easy. Um pretty I don't wanna, I don't wanna say easy, but pretty standard, right? Um mm-hmm. but I think for us, <clears throat> excuse me, we wanna allow um we wanna allow a full like customization and full like in control feature for the user, right? We want you to be able to, um, you know, set your profile picture, have a cover photo. We want you to upload your content, be able to put a, be able to up, you know, be able to upload a, a picture for the content that you put up, be able to categorize, you know, different, you know, features, be able to send, send your content to another person in your messages. It's just, you know, we're going, we're going through different features and trying to really figure out, you know, you, because, the better we make it for the user, the ha- you know the happier the user is. The more the more he will promote, and the more he will you know be addicted to this platform. So, um, I got a question along those lines. Because uh, I you know as you as you kind of go through this and I'm thinking about it, uh, I know something you mentioned earlier was that you know you kind of you want the main thing to be kind of like having more black representation in the anime anime and manga webtoons space right um so given that you're giving yeah. a lot of these uh like everybody who you know is on the app beta testing and everything like not full creative control but like custom you know customizable control are there going to be points in which you kind of uh like kind of cater to uh certain um creators that are already on the app themselves like uh, similar to how, like, you would see on a social media, kind of like what's trending, like this is number one on trending, or this is uh, Black Webtoon of the Week, or you know, what I mean, something like that. For sure. So we're we're gonna have a we're gonna have a feature category, and in that category, it'll be, you know, artists that's gaining steam, you know, artists that we just verified, or you know, just right. people that we simply pick and feel that you know they're. You know their 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 content is really making some noise. So definitely, man, we're definitely going to feature and really boost and promote. You know, as many black content creators as we can. Okay. Is there anything not to not to get too you know what I'm saying overly into it, but like you feel as though there's kind of a is there going to be fairness to your algorithm with that, or do you feel like it's literally just going to be kind of like basically off the CEO like you know executive decision to make. Or do you think there's a way for, aside from just being the buzz, uh, a way for rant, you know random creators like let's say this the person who starts a a podcast, 
and you know he got maybe a hundred listens. <laughs> you for know, what sure, saying? for sure. So like we we definitely that's a great question. So we so for us, man, we don't want to continue to like obviously we want to continue to post and support the popular content, but you know our goal is to you know we want people to aim. So the reason we added the verification badge is because say you have a podcast, you're only getting a hundred hundred. Um, listeners and then you know you keep growing and then you're getting a thousand and then a 15 you know fifteen thousand. and as you continue to grow you know the verified badge is something that you earn you know we don't you know we don't really give those out you know it's something okay. that a creator earns and then once he earns that badge you know he, like a said, cloud he, thing is what you're saying yeah so pretty much you know you work to earn that badge and once you once you earn that badge you unlock a whole different set of features than the regular user so Hey, so we is, get that badge, is, it, is it tears to earn it? Like, are we looking at <laughs> downloads or? Um, well, it, yeah. It's so, so it's based on it's based on whatever you're doing. So, like, so like you have your basic following, like you know, your your you have the people that you're following. You have your follower list, like like Instagram, Twitter, whatever. And then you know, like I said, we're going to keep track of the algorithm. We're going to keep track of what's popular, what's trending, and then us as a staff will say, "Hey, look at this podcast, man! If people like it." Let's verify them, you know, and then once and then once we verify you, then you then all these different features become, you know, become yours. So, you know, the basic user won't be able to sell their content because obviously we won't, you know, we want quality control, you know, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you do see some crazy stuff, um, you know, people trying to sell like stick man stick man sketches as a comic book and shit, you know so we try Dog, to nigga. You know, yeah 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 hey i fuck with dog nigga i fuck with dog nigga me too me too that's crazy <laughs> but uh but um if you ever talk to dog nigga tell it tell him put it on the platform i'm thinking dog nigga multiple times he has yet to get back to me but i'm finna get dog nigga i fuck that nigga line for sure Nah, it, it could definitely be popular, man. I, I read I read the script, man. That shit was uh that shit was fire. But that's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Nah, it is. It is hilarious. It is hilarious. But no, nah, but um, but yeah, so like something like Dog Nigga, for instance, like if I'm I'm sure people will love it, man. You know, we we love ignorant and crazy shit. So uh um something like that, man. It you know, it, it gains steam quick and then he becomes a verified user, and then you know, before you know it, he can start charging four different chapters of dog nigga and to go into detail on that so um all users keep 100 percent of their earnings so we don't take anything but uh, we do have a coin system so within the coin system um you have to buy coins in bulk from north caesar and then you spend those coins however you like so um you can so once you buy coins from us then you then you use those coins to buy content from other creators. So um, if you are charging for your podcast, you can set your, you know, amount. So if each, if each coin is 50 cent, you know, you set, you say, Hey, to list the episode, this podcast is, I don't know, seven coins, you know, so the user has to buy coins from us, meaning we get paid first and then they, they spend the coins however they like with you guys. And then you keep all the revenue, that you earn from that. Oh, so, so we really do get to decide on how, how much we charge. For sure. For sure. Hey, check yeah, it out. Toxic on. Toxic Boys Pods, 20, 20 bucks. 20 bucks a pop? 20 bucks a pop. All right. Matter of fact, uh, 20, bu- 20 bucks for the first 20 minutes, 50 bucks after. 
You mentioned God, me. Like this, I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> I, got, I have two questions, actually. Um, so you mentioned the verification process. So I, yeah. I can't initiate that process as a creator. I can't reach out and say, like, hey, I need the uh, – I need the afro next to my name verify you know i can't i can't do that right like send you guys an app for verification you can you can so like so like we i mean obviously we we're not gonna let starting out we're gonna we're not gonna let people send like hey we need to be verified because at that point i think everybody feel like they need to be verified like now instagram like i'm sure every single person has tried to get verified you know so like um so like we want to really like we really want it to be something that people earn right because like we want we want you to really put effort into building up your your space and and I don't know you know people a lot of people are lazy that like to take shortcuts but like we really want creators who want to invest in themselves and and uh, and we're gonna see that so once we see that you're constantly dropping episodes 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 you know and like and like the verification process isn't gonna be this this crazy thing like you know it takes you five years to get verified like we're really gonna say like. Man, if you went from 100, 100 listeners to 600 listeners, like, that's a big game. You know, we may verify you for that. You know, like, we're not going to say, like, oh, you got to get 15,000 listeners for us to verify. You know, I think that's, I think that's, you know, that's, that's a little crazy. So we we really wanted to be fair to the, to the user and the creator. That's what's up. Um, my second question is, you mentioned uh, buying the coins through uh, the app. Um is the is the Nora app is it based on blockchain? No, so it's 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 not. So basically you you will you will kind of buy it. It's not it's not like its own currency or anything. So mm-hmm. basically you would just kind of buy the coins in bulk. Kind of like if you were playing It's like Call of Duty game. points. Yeah, yeah. So basically if you were okay. playing a video game or it's like VC with 2K. Yeah. Okay. You know, so like you, you buy the VC and then you spend the VC however, you know, um however you like. And then also like, so when you when you go to your profile, besides your profile name, you'll see you'll see how many coins you you have in your wallet, and then you also see how many coins you earn if you're a verified user. Let's talk like uh, lessons learned and experience. I want to hear like from you as the CEO and the person that's you know driving uh, the the vision and the direction of where the app is going. Um, if you had to you know, tell your story and provide a lesson to someone behind you who's also trying to put an app together. Like, let's say, let's just say it's me and I want to make an app for the podcast. Uh, Like, where would you say to start? And what are the things that, uh, lessons that you think you learned that you would impart? Well, I think for me, man, like when I started this, being 100% honest with you, I had no clue what I was doing, right? Like I am a, you know, I play basketball. I'm a professional athlete. So like I, like I knew nothing about running a anime and manga company. So along, I had to really learn and it took years. And once I learned the business and once I understood the audience, you know, um, you know, took a lot of L's to be honest with you starting out, man, took a lot of L's just not knowing what the hell I was doing. And, um, and then I met people like Will, I met people like Corey, who basically runs the company, um, other, you know, other people that work for North Caesar. And then we became this team and then we started started getting on the right track. And I, and I would just say once we understood our audience, man, we, we knew like, you know, it was over with. So like once you understand who's your listener, who loves the podcast, 
who you know who wants to see more of it and you and you kind of drive toward the, those people you know then you you can't go wrong and then more and more of those people starting to come in and um and before you know it you got this this cult following of people who love your podcast and then and then you will know like when it's time to go into you know develop because i think making the app you know you only go into app app mode when you feel like you have something that people really really need you know you have to really sit down and say you know do people need this and with the app that we're making we're like i think black creators need a space where they can number one network number two show off their work and number three, us as, you know, us as black people, like black Twitter is a thing, right? Like people love the entertainment. You know, I have white friends who love to talk about black Twitter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, I is think that weird? For you? Literally was just going to ask if that shit is weird. That's so strange for me. Like, <laughs> about, like, oh, like I was, and they, they call it that too. Like, oh, I was no, they on, do. They do. They do. I was they on do. black Twitter they today. Do. And that's a, it's surreal for me. Like. Black Twitter, wow! It's just like, Twitter does. It is just like, Twitter, bro. And think like, oh, it's, oh, it's two different things, bro. It's really I'm talking about to us. It's the same us, bird, it's just bro. Twitter. It's the oh, okay, same no, it's bird. Like Twitter, bro. <laughs> no, so, and, and I and I get it because when that statement is made, you're like, you know, you're like, what the hell is Black yeah, Twitter? Yeah. You know, you just on Twitter scrolling, you know. <laughs> and for them, and for them, it's just like a whole experience, you know. But um. But but that but that experience is like what what I'm trying to capture within this app because like I said us as people like we we make those experiences we make things pop we make things you know like I believe anime and manga just became mainstream because of black people you know we really so, be moving facts. the culture it's no facts. for sure so I think that there needs to be a space and we do all this moving but nobody nobody does anything for us you know we, so like we I don't really reap the wanna, benefits of it. Exactly. So, you know, I really want to create something that, you know, we can have a safe space to really be ourselves and, and, and create and no matter what it is, you know, videos, audio, um, books, novels, comic books, whatever. You know. What were some techniques you used to figure out who we was? You talked about like finding your audience and like knowing who your who your audience is. Um, was it all just like looking at the numbers? Was it a mix of like just being out in the streets, meeting people face to face. Like, what? Well, how did you come to terms with who we is? I I think it was both. So when I first started out, um, I thought that <laughs> I thought that like if somebody, so I was naive, right? So I thought that if somebody followed you on Instagram and liked your posts, they would buy what you would sell them, and that's not true. So really, only about three to five percent of your following is going to actually buy something you know and i had to learn that and then then i went to cons so we went to anime expo the most popular con in the united states and for anime we went to anime nyc which is popular and we noticed that our booth was packed like we had 30 and 40 and 50 people just lined up waiting in line but it was only black people and it was so crazy to us because, like, uh, occasionally we'll get, like, an interested white guy, interested white chick here, interested Asian guy, whatever. But, like, only, like, 1% of the total con was at our booth. Like, white people, you know, walk and they'll pass by and be like, oh, that's that's good art, but, you know, whatever. And, and we kind of noticed that. And so 
we just kind of we just started diving more into it like shit north caesar you know black anime and manga like that's what we do and and um and and from that you know we kind of got our following and so when you met us at the pop-up man i decided that you know i was paying all of these fees to go to anime expo to go to anime nyc to only sell to one percent of the con and i'm like man i'm paying all this money shit i can just go to la rent out a space and have my people come to me so that's what we did we went to new york we went to la we didn't get a chance to go to atlanta but um and we was like man we just gonna have our people pull up to this pop-up you know and um and that's what happened man they pulled up showed love and it was it was dope so that pop-up was packed man and uh you and uh carl uh carl jones told the story of um or really you and Eel, but Carl was co-signing. You guys told the story of, you know, going to Cartoon Network and Adult Swim and pitching, I think, was the story. And I remember thinking like, <laughs> I remember thinking like, yeah. that's crazy, dude, that they went through, like you, they had to go through all that. And then even after like they put this whole idea out there, cause I brought Primus 7 that day to read it. Um, because I was like, well, let me read it. like. Is it good? Is it not good? Like, why was they on that with them? And then it's just crazy that you could bring that to them and pitch it to them, and then they would still want to tear it down and tear it apart. And like, that was a wild story. And that was what that kind of gave me uh, perspective about what my journey may look like as a creator. Because, uh, like you, me, I'm niggas. Uh, when I first started the podcast, I thought anybody that's finna, you know, like a post or <laughs> but, you know, respond but, to a tweet. But. They definitely listen to the episodes. They definitely want to buy the merch. Right. Like they want to do all that, and then you come to find out that the math ain't mathing. Um, so that like pulling up to that pop up definitely put things in perspective for me. That was a no nah, man. And, and and to touch on that even further, like like man, you got to understand, like man, they're paying. Like when you think about podcasts, like I was listening to Joe Budden, and you know, um, what's the white guy, Joe Rogan? Yeah, um, you know, I think he just got. Something crazy for his podcast. He's got a super deal. He got half a billy for Spotify. And Joe Budden is like, and Joe Budden is like, man, we getting the same amount of listeners. So just because I'm black, don't you don't don't you know? Don't you? I I need the same amount of money. That's been his argument all his career, and and for sure he deserves. (laughs) You know, and for us, like for us, man, like when you look at anime and manga, like they're only going to let they're only going to let one like <laughs> they're only going to let one person through at a time you know it's not going to be like and that's that's what we have to realize like we've pitched the netflix hulu like we've sat down with Crunchyroll. like we've had all these people contact us about our content and you know um you look at netflix like you know the only black anime is really out is LaShawn thomas he made cannon busters yep and then he's making another show called you know, um, Yasuke, I think. And so... Uh, the Black Samurai, I think, right? Black Samurai. So, like, my thing is, why, if Cannon Busters was a success, why haven't you found another Black creator to work with? But they're like, nah, we're gonna just collect LaShawn Creek. We're, we're, just, we're only gonna let... <laughs> take, we'll take one of you right. niggas at a time. Exactly. We got, uh, exactly. we got, we got, we got uh, Yeezy and Kid Cudi finna put an anime down, too. What about, uh, what's For the name? Sure. Man's got, that, got his own anime, Jayden. right? Jaden got his own anime. For sure, but those those are people that I think like Why watch are them? more like they 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 have they have this huge following, 
you know, Already, like like yeah. like who wouldn't like for my thing, who would get who wouldn't give Kanye and Cuddy a anime? You know, like that's like if Kanye wants to do an anime, then you do it. They're gonna open they're gonna open doors. Yeah, I like, I mean from somebody that's come from the more simpler, grounded, humbler yeah. background, you know, like but Sean really came up through the trenches, really did work in the industry, really had to had to grind and and for somebody like him, you know. Uh, even Carl, like Carl had Black Dynamite, it got canceled, you know. I, I used to love Black Dynamite. Yeah, yeah so like Carl love. is like he worked on Boondocks. He he had Black Dynamite, like, and he went to and Cartoon Network is turning his ideas down still, you know. So it's like damn. So for me, I want to create something that, um, you know, I can be able to really help these black creators tell their story, you know. Having been on the other side of like development one conversation that they make against uh, the Carl Jones and the Joe Buddens and the Johnny O'Briens of the world and the Eugene Blackmans. I'm putting myself in this conversation too. For sure. Um, one argument that they make against that is that even though Joe Budden has the same amount of listeners as a Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's podcast and the topics that he talk about, and don't take this word out of context, the well, I won't even use diversity. The variety of his guests potentially allows Spotify to reach a wider pool of people and cultures than what they would get from Joe Budden with the same listeners. And I think that they would try to argue the same thing about a Johnny O'Brien, a Eugene Blackman, a Carl Jones, anything like that. What do you say to that? Well, you know, I had this conversation. I, I can't speak about podcasts because I don't know, right? But mm -hmm. I had this conversation with um, um, one one of my good friends. I can't say because uh, we're we're doing business, but um, but so I had I had this conversation, right? And I, I did the research. I had I had to pitch the idea. African Americans consume African Americans consume six hours more television than any other race per day. African Americans, African Americans pay for more screaming services than any other race in America. So if we're consuming so much social media, we're consuming so much TV. My point is that why and you, you know how much money we spend on shit we like. So my point is that why don't like that that isn't an argument because if, if if black people are watching more television than anyone and spending more money on screaming services, why isn't there more content with these characters? Um, point point being that Black Panther. Black Panther came out. Half half of black folks that went and watched it, <laughs> they never read the comic book. They they never even they probably never heard of the More character. than half. But but they never see the other movies sure. before. More than, than half Black sure. Panther. So, so so but but the way it was presented. You was like, man, I don't care. Like, you was like, I, I got to go see that. I got to go see that. And so, and it made over a billion dollars. And the Spider-Man Homecoming, the way it was presented, you was like, I got to check that out. So, like, I think I think when given platforms like that, like, we're going to always show up. Boondocks at one point, and, and there was one of my arguments um, I pulled up. The last, I think, season three of the Boondocks had more... The first episode had more viewers 
in the NBA Finals that year. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, I think it was what I was gonna say the Super Bowl or the NBA Finals, one of them. It was the NBA Finals. So you mean to tell me that there there isn't an argument because when you give us a platform, you really put us on that pedestal, then we then we then we really we really can can show you what we can do. But a lot of times it's it's that problem. A lot of times they don't understand black content and and they and they use that to say, oh well, I, I don't know if it's gonna sell. We we What's buy every, is, in, anything we like. We, we always buy. yeah, we always so, support our own shit. Always. Yeah, man, that's definitely a myth in the culture for sure. We do we so. we support our own shit. Um we we definitely complain when it's not of quality, but when it is of quality, we, we support and we push and we build and we shoot that out to the moon and back. And even when we complain when things ain't up to par, uh, we still do go back and keep supporting sure. until it is and, up to par. And, and and I'll say this: we we support stuff that has been stamped, right? So like, Boondocks being on Adult Swim, that's like stamped, right? Mm-hmm. You know. But if you put Boondocks on, I don't know, uh, Facebook Watch. Facebook Watch doesn't do the same. Number. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it ain't doing it ain't like, doing red like, table talk numbers. It ain't exactly. doing red table talk numbers, man. <laughs> for sure. I had to get, have to catch a lot of steam first. You know, for sure. So like, we we support stuff that kind of like has has been stamped and has been clouded. You know, um, you know, like anything less is, you know, like I, I seen a meme and the meme said that, you know, um. Like I support black businesses, but you can't be selling a, a t shirt that says melanin, says melanin for like yeah for, for like forty five dollars. And then somebody in the comments said, Well, if Nike put that on there and sold it, you wouldn't have a problem with it. Same quality, same design, you you would you would probably pay seventy dollars for it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's like my price is my price. You know, this is what I feel my work is worth. So like we we have to kinda I think when it comes to black businesses, man, we kinda I mean, because you you do you you do see a lot of terrible stuff sometimes, and, uh, <laughs> but we but oh, we figuring man. it out. Like we don't have to be that critical on ourselves because we we're literally sure. figuring it out. So like we, my thing about the shirts is I definitely buy the shirts for forty five dollars. My only thing be is, bro, I don't want to buy a fruit of a loom or a gilded shirt for sixty dollars. Sure. But for sure, if you for if sure. you give me a shirt that's gonna last me and I can for wash sure. it and it's not gonna for be sure. two sizes too small after I wash it. <laughs> I will pay the $45, $60 for that shirt. I have no right. problem. Right. Um, right. And the same thing goes into, um, I have a friend, I was just talking about this with uh, the secretary. Uh, that's that's the queen of the house. We call the secretary on the pod, yes. Johnny. Um, I was just talking about this with the secretary that we shoot ourselves, we, we will shoot a black business down for what we consider to be bad customer service. But I've never understood that argument. Like, yeah, I'd be angry, but I still be trying to like give you time to figure it out and work. Cause none of these businesses have good customer service, even with their resources. Wells Fargo frauded, what was it, over a million people out of accounts and out of credit. And we still we still go to the you, bank. You, you know what's funny, bro, is like this is just me talking. I can't speak for anybody else. I've never had that many problems with black owned businesses. Like I, I haven't I, I either, haven't. but I, I my either. girl, my girl has hella problems. Really, like, hella. Okay. Like if I like if I set an appointment, my only problem is being customer service or not not even customer service timing, and then because yeah. they're trying to juggle everything. Industry. All yeah. of that time and time and customer service, like communication. You like 
if I if I set an appointment for something, don't show up twenty minutes late. Don't show up twenty minutes late and then be rude. You know what I'm saying? Like don't don't like it, it's just a lot or, of that. and be don't, professional too. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Don't bail on me the day of two hours before. Like shit like that. She run into all the time and just, you know, as a the nigga, that, the is boyfriend. That, is that from is that like a actual business or like a person, like an entrepreneur? Like I mean, that's the same like difference, right? Well, no, so it don't have a corporation behind it, but if if there's a LL, if a woman owns an LLC and she's selling a product or uh, providing a service that she, you know, stands behind with a shop, well, or whatever, well, see, what well, see, that's different. That's different because I would say, okay, like professionalism is one thing. Being rude, like I get that. Like, but for me, like, like if for, for instance, people applaud Chick Fil A on their customer service. It's because Chick Fil A, like they train their employees. They have a whole system. They have resources. Like when you buy a Chick Fil A franchise. The reason you're buying is because, like you, you're getting those resources. A lot of times, like my man just said, um, a black-owned business, like you got, you got, you got Miss Daisy. She cooking. She working the register. She sweeping. She juggling, man. She juggling. And 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 from and it's not an excuse. You know, this it's is not. not an excuse. You know, <laughs> but for me, like I have seen, like, like when you go to the Soul Shack. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's three four people doing a bunch <laughs> of shit. Soul Shack. You yeah, bro. No, that's like, a fact. It's, it's, and so, like, mm. for me, like, I, I've had my worst experiences at, like, you know, a franchise or, or you know, just some, I, I don't know, random. Yeah, like, like I, I've, that's, that's why I've had my worst experience. <laughs> like, I, I haven't had too many, like, Facts. experiences where, like, I'm about to leave a black restaurant. Because a lot of times nah. I go in knowing nah. that, like, not hey, what this is black owned. And, like, not I, I think a lot of people got to, like, you can't go into the Soul Shack thinking you and Benny Hunter. No, it don't work you like can't, that, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I and I think that's a lot of times what happened. It's like you gotta understand these people building this shit from the ground up. So if you can understand that and, and have some patience, then it can, you know, patience it makes so it make things key. it make things a lot better. You gotta have grace and allow people to like grow. But if you if you cancel every business that doesn't do everything exactly how you wanted it right now because they aren't a business with brick and mortar and infrastructure and resources behind them yet. They never gonna have the brick and mortar infrastructure and resources behind them to do what you want from them. So, like that patience is key. We really got to give people a chance to build what they have and like bring it out the mud so we can appreciate it. And that's not saying you know like keep your keep your standards low or anything like that. Because I had someone make the argument like you telling me to settle. And to keep my standards low. For sure, no. no and I was no, like, no, 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 that's not what I'm telling you at all. I'm just telling you, you know, have some grace. Like, work with be these patient. people, too. Support them. Be patient. Like, they're going to make mistakes. Yeah, you know, she might have a little attitude today. But she juggling five things back there, bro. How would you feel if you in here 16 hours a day, you juggling everything, and people snapping at you? Like, you're not going to always be in the frame of mind smiling and taking that. So, like, I think it's a give and a take. It goes both ways. It's gonna be a lot of like independent creators and a lot of new people on the app. Do you do you ever see a point where um that uh your mission is an incubator of sort, helping these people? I think it's an incubator in well, in itself, well, us it's, just it's, being it's on crazy. There. It's crazy that you say that because that's the that's the ultimate like 360, right? So like Another thing that we have coming out is a video game. It's a mobile video game, and uh, it, it'll be a, it'll be available a little bit after the app release. But like, so we have a mobile video game. I got a character. To, can we upload them? You can. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so 
what's dope about it though is that it's like it's similar to like a a, a street fighter kind of like um pixel 8 bit style like the old arcade games mm -hmm. you know so that's the style it will be in and it'll be all original like north Caesar characters you know just just some fun you can play when you taking the shit on the toilet or something you know what I'm saying like uh just some dope and i think that uh um so the ultimate 360 is that so so say you have a story right and also we have a clothing line called nummy where you guys should check that out uh um streetwear streetwear and yeah yeah it's, it's doing numbers right now so um so the ultimate goal in all of that is that um if you have a character you have a story so your your character gets popular so what we want to do is say hey hey my man uh, you got this character right here. We see it's popular. We want to license this character to put in our video game. We put the character in the video game. We say, hey, we also want to help you. We also, because we, we already got this structure, right? We, we make clothes. We got the video game. We, we just bought an animation studio called North Caesar Studios. I don't know if you guys have been following that. And, um, and so, so my, the, the Ultimate 360 is to take your character, put him in a video game, launches on like if you want figurines we can help you do that if you want merch we can help you do that and then from there if it gets super super popular you're making all this money we say hey let's 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 give them an anime series you know our studio can animate it so like we want to be the ultimate like you ain't got to go nowhere else to do nothing you know if you want like whatever you want to do we can do that and we've already put the put the pieces in place to keep all of this in-house you know so so pretty much what we're doing is we're we're uh, and I don't know if this sounds bad, but like we're we're creating a a kind of place where we can scout all of this black talent and bring it under this 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 brand and um and um and keep it kind of like because I feel like a lot of times like people are putting their stuff on webtoons. Like I've seen this guy, man, his his artwork is beautiful, his story is amazing, and he gets 5,000 views every chapter on webtoons, which may sound like a lot, but it isn't. Compared it's not. And, and I see other stuff. It's literally about a woman and her dog, and it gets 200,000 views every chapter. And you it's just like... About, uh, you talking and, about God of Pet Walking? Well, no, I, I don't even... I'm, I'm just using that example. Uh -huh. So, um, So my point is that why, why isn't his stuff getting the same amount of looks of features or whatever so we want to take his content and, and the reason i say this is because webtoons audience isn't there for his content they're, they're they're not there for black they're not there for black content featuring black characters talking the way we talk dressing the way we dress so i want to take his concept and put it in front of an audience that wants it i saw uh i saw them respond to a tweet uh someone inquired about something similar to that and I saw them respond to the tweet and basically say what you're saying. Uh, you know, they they focus on manhwas. The if the artist is not uh, Korean, it's not like traditional manhwa. The resources don't go to really promoting that person, and they won't go to like the new um, the joint venture they're doing with Crunchyroll or anything like that. Like their their main focus is supporting like their Korean base, and then for everyone else that's doing well that maybe had high hopes when that. That, that collaboration was announced, that's gotta be a powerful punch to the gut to know that I'm I'm uploading my material here and, and see 
and see that that's the that's the that's the facade and all of it, right? Like we think that, like you see, Crunchyroll partners with Webtoons. Crunchyroll mm-hmm. already knows. Crunchyroll has fifteen titles already lined up for Webtoons. That's going to take them the next five to ten years to animate. Exactly. So your manga will probably, and this this I don't mean to sound like a you know I don't mean to shit on anyone dreams, but like your your Webtoons probably won't make it to Crunchyroll, you know, because like I said, they already got the titles picked, you know, I mean, it, it could, it could blow up, but like, like I, I said, I just, don't, I just don't think Webtoons promotes your, like, I, I don't think, like you said, Webtoons promotes what it promotes. It promotes its Korean base. It, prom- it promotes, cause what, like you said, Webtoons knows its audience. Webtoons knows what its audience is like, and they're going to mm-hmm. continue to cater to that because that's what, that's what brings them the money. Which, adds more value to projects like the app that you're creating because you're going to be a system where these people can get their flowers and actually be able to promote and build and grow and have people love and respect their titles, but maybe act like a slingshot in ways. Cause once I'm verified here and I've built the steam and I have 15,000 followers, since that's the number we were using earlier, once I had those 15,000, you know, then I can look at other avenues and say, like, you know, I'm doing this. I got a definite audience. Let me try to branch out here. Let me try to do this and let me try to do that. And uh, I think that's going to be a powerful platform for us to have because right now we exist on platforms, but we don't have true control and ownership of our own things. And we don't get a fair shot. We don't. No, and, and for sure, and for somebody like like you guys, man, who's doing your podcast thing, like like it's so many podcasts in the world, like so many podcasts going on, and when you have to put it on platforms that doesn't necessarily feature you or your content, you know, it's 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 tough. It's tough to grow, and I think that um, if if somebody is like my thing, if if North Caesar has two hundred thousand subscribers and they're and they're all looking for anime um comics sci-fi twitch kind of plat twitch kind of podcast um you know they, they stumble up on your podcast and then all of a sudden you got an extra 500 followers per day and like so that that's what we want to create we want to create we want to take what you guys are doing and put you in front of the audience you need to be in front of you know so and somebody told me that 500 doesn't seem like it's a lot of people to have listening to a podcast or to your YouTube channel and things like that one day. And I'm just here to say, bro, 500 is a lot of people. It is a lot of people. It is a lot of people, bro. Cause that's, that's 500 people who are, who are supporting what you do. And that's a lot of people. Like think of, think of you were at like people, people, a lot of times, cause people see all these, these um, inflated social media likes and think this, you know, like, Cause you think 20, of Instagram models, like, K, yeah, for sure. You think of Instagram models with 100k followers that, that's living in one bedroom, <laughs> you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, like you said, bro. Like think of think of that five. Think of you went to New York, you did a pop up, and all of those 500 people showed up and bought an item that you were selling or multiple items. You would make a shit ton of money that weekend. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like. So like five hundred people is a lot, man. Like like I think a lot of times we let social media and the likes and the clout kind of kind of get to us, but 
that's that's definitely a lot of people, man. We um, <clears throat> I worked for, I handled the project management and production for a health and wellness podcast, and uh, the podcast was <clears throat> doing six figure downloads every week, mm. and they, the 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 marketing engine is nuts. Um, so without you know saying the name, it's one of those platforms where it's always you know get your free master uh get your free master class and then we're going to upgrade you to this uh you know thousand dollar master class but you can pay in installment payments and that's going to get you access to these prime videos and you know one of those type platforms and so it has what marketing we're pushing and we're always pushing our new products of that hundred thousand people maybe only a hundred a hundred and fifty people would regularly like support, would participate in the products, would would buy the merchandise, would do everything that we were uh, pushing out there to the masses. At the same time, I worked for another podcast that was much smaller. It's about the size that our podcast is now. And they had 600 weekly downloads roughly. And of that 600, they had about 400 people because they're much more invested in their community. The community was much more brought into what the brand was. They had about 400 people that's producing the product. And on paper, I mean, it was buying the product. And on paper, if you sit those podcasts next to each other, the average person would just go, the health and wellness one is the better one. Like, they got all these downloads. All these people follow their Instagram. Their Twitter is popping. But in the reality, they're constantly having to make new stuff. And not even high-quality products because they're making so much and pushing so much out that in order for them to hit that six figures, like, we're constantly in the ideation phase, just making something new. And this other podcast with the 600 downloads, but they got 400, like, as their core audience that's buying and, like, really supporting the pod, they're way better off than this other pod. And so that was really an eye-opener for me in the podcast space that uh, the numbers mean something, but you got to know which numbers you want to focus on. And just looking at the numbers of downloads and Instagram followers is not going to do it. And I opened up my eyes to the Instagram followers too. For sure, man. I think um you're you're definitely spot on, bro, because you know, for for real, man, North Caesar has finally got to a point the last year, year and a half, where you know, we finally um we're finally getting those kind of followers. You know, at first, you know, um, everybody was kind of like, Oh man, the art is cool, you know, I'm gonna keep an eye on it. But um early on, you know, we didn't really have those big money buyers and uh and then as we continue to grow, man, you know, we make a, a crazy profit now just because people support it and we've been around and people love it. And um, and so, like you said, man, you, you just got to navigate through like, you know, who's your really. And also for us, like you said, we, we were able to uh, lean in and really see like, OK, who who is, uh, you know, who is really like 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 who's the real supporter here? Like who's and, and once we started targeting targeting those people. We got more and more of those people, more and more of those people. And uh and that's and that's what and that's what we wanted, man. So in the chapter Black Art, since we believes himself to be above those he was chosen to serve and protect. So much so that when confronted with the darkness of humanity, a class that he belongs to, since we snaps to be the force of doom for these people that he used to protect. This, my friends, is a masterclass what not to do with power. I like the way that Johnny O'Brien and Nor Caesar is approaching the app and the space that they will create. 
They understand that they will have to evolve and change with the times. And they're also conscious enough to know that there are still small wins and victories that they can make right now to make life better for the people they're going to be using their app from the start. Instead of focusing on perfection, they've chose to focus on evolution. How do I grow the people around me? How do I take everything to the next level? And that's exactly the mindset that you want to have. With every space that you create, you want to ask yourself, how am I adding value? And if you're a person that's attending the space, what value is this providing to me? Just like Yusuke, who was transferred from a mundane life where he was bored and acted out to a life where he was challenged and forced him to get his shit together, you too can find a space that's perfect for your personality where you need to thrive and it's going to help you grow into new ways, expand into new areas and be the perfect you that you want to be. So we coming up on a, on our hour mark. Yeah. Uh, I want to open up the floor to any of the co-hosts. Like, y'all got any more questions or anything specific you want to say to Johnny? No, I'm good, bro. This is great, bro. I'm I'm extremely interested to see, you know what I'm saying, what this turns out to be um, and the type of impact it could have on black content creators and just the black community in general, man. I got, I, I got a question for you guys. What's up? So, um... What made you guys, number one, what made you guys create your podcast? And then what made you guys collectively come together to uh, to make the podcast? And then number three, what's your ultimate goal for the podcast? <laughs> he just asked the perfect four niggas. <laughs> <laughs> we, the, we the starting four niggas. We, well, we missing Rome. Rome started with us too? Rome so started was, with was us. Cuzzo didn't start with us. Oh, so Warren came after Rome was for... All right, bet. Yeah, I came right after Rome. Yeah. Oh, okay, you sus, nigga. Hop off the car. Fuck out of here, nigga. Uh, uh, what we'll what made... For... I'm the one who started the podcast. Uh, Cap. The thing that started the podcast was... Uh, for, mo- for most of my life, my nerdum has kind of existed... Uh, in its own little silo away yeah, yeah. from my normal everyday life. And then in the spring of last year, um, I linked up with Sensei, who's a frat brother of mine, and we just like found out that we got this this nerd in common. So, you know, as we join these chats, I'm really getting in touch with other black people that are nerds as well. And we all into the same thing. And so, um, like I said, I was working with multiple podcasts last year, just handling project management, operations, production, and things like that, uh, consulting and strategy. And I was like, you know, really getting into podcasts, but I couldn't find any anime, manga, podcast that had the voice and the content I was looking for. Uh, I kept finding podcasts, but they didn't talk how I wanted them to talk. They weren't discussing what I wanted them to discuss. And so... um, one day I was just like, you know, um, the secretary's in my ear, like, you just need to make your own podcast, make your own podcast. So one day I just throw it out there in the air, like, I'm gonna make a podcast, anybody trying to roll with me. And uh, Leek, Sensei, and uh, Master D, who's not here on the pod with us right now, they were the first people to respond. And they instantly hopped on board. And so um, we all share a love for One Piece. And that was how the pod was born. Our, our first episode is a One Piece manga chapter review. 
And that's what we did at first, was just like the manga chapter reviews, but we wanted to grow the pod and expand. We really enjoyed just talking on it. So we were like, okay. Uh, and then we we got our first kind of fans and they was like, well, oh, y'all should talk about this. Y'all should talk about that. And we had already been discussing it. So we were like, let's branch out. We started adding more people in and kind of uh, the pod for us became its own community of all the co-hosts. Like I said, it's nine of us where, you know, we share anime and manga as kind of our own safe space. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then now we're working on, so has the pod has grown and we've, uh, you know, gotten more supernovas, more fans across the year and our skills and talents have grown. Our ambitions have grown. Now, the way I'm looking at it now is a, is a content platform. So we working on creating more segments. Uh, I look at, I'm really inspired by old school radio. And so um, I want to produ uh, produce more segments that, you know, have different vibes to them. I didn't want to just make another podcast that we uh, just review what's hot and kind of just talk about what we watched this week. I want to create anime and manga related content on the platform that we're producing. I don't know what's keeping each and every one of my co-hosts here intimately, but I assume they all just love being on the pod, talking their shit. That's fact. That's cap. That's cap. <laughs> Why you here, Sensei? <laughs> shit, I don't know. Motherfucker told me I could get a bottle of Hennessy once a week. So, shit. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. Um, the beauty in it is that uh, the pod has been able to make some money. So kind of where I'm at now is like, how can I make that more consistent? And the money has gone a long way in helping me. Uh, right now, the money goes to paying for the software that I use to edit and produce the pod. But to build that out would be great because then, you know, I can give you another producer to help me make the content. We want to transition and build it into, into Twitch and just have a full just platform like i said where you know we got the twitch we got our audio things that are coming out and i have some other things in the in the in the shaker that i want to work with uh one of the things that ill told me early on was like you know we've been in the game for two three years and this is where we at now and he was like you don't want to be over ambitious or think that you are feel entitled that you're supposed to just jump out because yeah, you know, like you got good content and you know, you got great ideas, but it takes time. Like you got to build the audience and you still got lessons and things to learn. Even if you feel like you got it down packed and you like, you got it, you want to build it the right way. Cause every time you build something new and you get closer to where you're trying to go, you're going to take some L's and them going to be good lessons. So like, don't rush it. It's going to take you time. But like, nah, man, I think, um, you know, I don't want to hold you guys, but I think that, uh, that's that's my lesson, man. Like I, I took a lot of L's and and uh, and taking those L's, man. I really learned every single thing about the business of anime and manga. Like I learned, you know, like we doing the web series, and I know how much voice actors charge. I know how much sound guys charge. I know how much the storyboard artists gonna charge. I can tell you if we if we're making a new manga, I can tell you, you know, if somebody's overcharging or not. So I think like, but before, you know. Uh, <laughs> When I was young and ignorant, you know, a nigga could say, <laughs> nigga could say, hey, bro, I'm going to charge you $250 a page. And I'm like, all right, bet. You know what I'm That's saying? That's a steal, like, bro. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, shit, all right, bet. Let's do it. And before you know it, you done paid 20 racks for two chapters a month. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and it's like, you know, but then, like, like I said, you're going to take your lumps and take your L's. But, uh, 
Nah, man, you just gotta, I mean, stay with it, bro. Yeah, man. Maybe we could talk about partner up on the audio. Put that X between the names. It'd just be worse than Pod X. Hey, man. No hey, season. man. I'm uh, I'm I'm with it, bro. I'm with it, man. Y'all um, y'all family now, bro. So anything y'all need, man, reach out. Um, I'm excited for this to come out, man. We'll definitely promote on our end. So. Yeah, man. We definitely uh, I'm, finna, I'm gonna edit it up. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set the story to one of your one of the animes you listed as your favorites. It's probably gonna be uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. So when it's all edited up, I'll have. I do say Hakusho, bro. You always be on me about that. Garan Lagan, bro. Garan Lagan. Hey, I had a question. I had one question. I had one question. I'll hit us, Lee. So you mentioned that y'all took y'all content to the Netflix and Crunchyroll and stuff like that, right? So when this app blows up, because it's going to blow up, when it blows up and they come back to y'all wanting to partner up, what's your your response going to be? Well, then the price is quadruple, right? <laughs> so, like, so, like, so, like, what, what I, what I would have took, like, you would have gave me the basic minimum to make the show. So, just say, just say it takes one point four million dollars to make a a basic anime show, whereas like One Punch Man may cost four or five million dollars because the animation is crazy. So, like, if if you give me one point four million dollars to make six episodes, say Neo Yokio, right? Um, when you come back. And I know I have leverage. That shit's gonna be ten million dollars. You know what I'm saying? So like that's that's what I'm trying to get to. Where like, like when you like you got the upper hand. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's how it's gonna be. Like if they come back and I don't need them at that point, then I gotta tear your mouth out. So I fuck with it. I love that, Johnny. I appreciate you coming out, joining us on the pod, fucking with us today. Um, we. Cannot wait for the app to drop. I think it's going to change the game, uh, not only for anime and manga, but for our community as a whole, for us to have a space and a spot for our content, for us to consume, and just for us to for us to network. But not like that stuff we linked in networking. We talking like, you know, unbuttoned shirts and, and graphic tees type of <laughs> uh, so, so. Uh, so, yeah, man, thanks for pulling up and, and chatting with us. Uh, Sensei, Frankie, Lee. Thank y'all for pulling up and joining me on the podcast interview, too. I hope y'all had a good time. I know. For sure, man. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. Thanks for pulling up, too. Supernovas, thanks for joining us on this special interview. In tonight's episode, we spoke at length about identifying your audience and knowing who uh, your content is going to. If you are a content creator, if you are, you know, a business person, black business that's just out here and starting, uh, I want you to take this time to sit down and kind of think about who's your target audience is your product and your service that you're, you know, creating and that you're delivering to people. Is it for your target audience? If you don't know your target audience is how can you discover that? What are some things you can do? Um, How can you collect numbers? Do you need to go out to any conventions? I know it's quarantine, so that's probably dead, but uh, you know, how do you get your feet on the ground and figure out who that audience is while you do that? Uh, please enjoy this 30 this 30 minute mix curated by Worst Gen Pod's very own Panda the Don and mixed by DJ Napalm while you work on the next chapter. Until next time, we out. Bye niggas. Super. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
time. We out. God, niggas. Super. Say goodnight, Are you
We out. Bye, niggas. Super. Sayonara. Arrivederci. Yeah.
Super.